What's up, people? Welcome to another episode of the All That Podcast. Today, I have one of my friends from college, actually, Miss Ayana Mariah, with me today. And I just want to let you guys know that this is going to be like a very heavy conversation, <laughs> um, but a good one. And I think that, you know, people will get some um, insight from it and, and walk away feeling really impacted by this conversation. So when Alabama passed their laws, uh, their abortion laws, um, Ayana posted on Facebook about an experience she had of being raped at um, South by Southwest um, in Austin, Texas. And immediately I was like, you know, we got to do this podcast um, because people need to hear this story, you know, because she's a female and, you know, females have to go through this kind of thing, you know, often. So I just wanted to have her on the show to um, share her story. So how are you this evening? Oh, afternoon. It's afternoon now. How are you this afternoon? Hey, I'm doing all right. Doing pretty good now. <laughs> good, good. Um, so I guess we can just j- jump into it. Um, can you just share, like, what happened at South by Southwest? Like, I, were you there performing? Because... Oh, by the way, guys, she is an, an artist, by the way. <laughs> uh, but were you, were you there performing, or you were just, like, just going to the festival? Yeah, I was actually there uh, performing. So this was about three years ago. Um, okay. Yeah, so I was about 23. Um, I was there currently talking to my boyfriend. I just want to also say this also happens to a lot of our, um, you know, trans family as well, um, males as well. So, I mean, this is just, you know, an issue of autonomy, of people holding autonomy over Right. Um, so I just wanted to kind of clarify, and I guess it, um, a lot of women do go through these uh, issues. However, I just want to make sure that it's not just women. Um, we all go through these issues. So um, it does start with the group of, you know, the women. So that's just how I feel about it. That's very true. There's actually, like, a lot of um, trans people that um, that end up being found, like, dead and, you know, in, in ditches or, you know, abandoned buildings or whatever, and, but nobody hears about it. You know, if it wasn't for social media, we definitely wouldn't hear about it. Um, exactly. yeah. And it's crazy. So, um, yeah, so, I mean, like, when, when I was reading your Facebook um, post, I was like, what? This happened? Like, I mean, I guess it shouldn't be as shocking as it was to me. I guess it was shocking because, you know, I know you. But what was that experience? Well, I don't want to say, like, what was the experience like, but can you just walk us through, like, what happened? Man, I mean, that's still something I'm still trying to digest, uh, but essentially just, um, I was drugged, you know, I was drugged by someone that I thought I could trust. So this was a friend? Uh, someone I thought was a friend. I didn't know this person for super long. Mm-hmm. Um, drugged and then taken 
Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I just kind of never um, assumed that, you know, someone would, you know, want to do such a thing when I saw that who he was attracted to, you know? Right. Um, so, I mean, that's why I get back to the issue of, you know, okay, this is just an idea of someone's autonomy and taking advantage of people in vulnerable situations, you know? And um, people, you know, getting like a, getting the pat on the back for, you know, being able to act out misogynistic things, you know? Um, a lot of the times we joke about um, rape or just instances of, you know, just taking advantage of people and think it's funny, but, you know, until you find out somebody that you know it's not funny anymore, you know? So that's kind of a similar thing, like, with, uh, I had an opportunity to open up for, like, Jenny just earlier this uh, year, and he put out a video, basically, like, literally right before we about to start promoting, mm-hmm. uh, saying that, you know, these vic- these victims were, you know, not telling the truth and such, and, you know, checked out playing their story and such, and, um, that, that really struck a chord, because there's so many, there's so much evidence, first of all, but there's so many instances of men thinking this is funny or it's okay or that, you know, people are um, trusting of you, you know, that they can take advantage of your trust, you know, and, and that's not okay. So, um, yeah, so wow so how did the drugging take pe- place like were you guys drinking and he just slipped something in your drink without you knowing or yeah so, yeah. so we were all like you know just drinking on six you know like i'm thinking i'm with my boys you know and i was with some of my boys you know right that's the crazy part kind of my little brother you know everything and um so so yeah so you know uh i realized that there was something that i drank that i just felt really bad so i fell asleep on the couch and i was like dude like you ever So when did you real? I mean, obviously, when you woke up, you knew something was wrong. But when did you um, come to the realization that it was the person that it was? Like, you, when did you find out that that person raped you? Cause were you unconscious when he was raping you? You were drugged, obviously. Correct? Yeah, so, I mean, I really... I'm trying to understand your question. No, I'm saying, like... Like, did you know... Did you know what was going on? I mean... I'm saying, when did you realize, like, oh, he raped me? Like, did you have... Were you a, a little bit conscious while it was going on, or what? Oh, okay. So, uh, I got it. Got it. Okay. Okay. It makes sense now. Okay. So, what was that conversation like? Because I'm pretty sure you guys had. Oh, I beat him up. So, yeah. So, I beat him up. You beat him up. So, like, and then told him to take me to Walgreens, the nearest CVS, got some plain bean, told him to take cap cash. Because he was like, I'm going to my car. I'm going to take out of here. Like, why did you find that okay? I'm not even supposed to be in, like, here. I literally fell asleep on the bed, tried to couch, and, like, woke up on the bed, like, what the fuck, like, you know? Yeah. So, um, so that was just, that was my experience, but I, yeah, so, yeah. Wow. So, was there an, um, admission of guilt? I mean, 
because even though it was obvious what happened, did he ever admit to it? How are you, I know when we first got on the phone, you were saying that you're still coping or still trying to figure out how to cope with this. But like when you, um, on your Facebook post, you were like, you know, he just graduated from UT, he's going on with his life. And here you are, you know, having to deal with these emotional scars that you probably, you know, I mean, hopefully you'll get over it, but it'll never leave you. And how does that make you feel when you're seeing him, you know, living his life while you have to hold on to that. So you immerse yourself in your in your passion, pretty much. Got it. Um, wow. So obviously it was the um, law passed by Alabama that kind of sparked your your post. So when you saw that, what was your reaction? Like, are we back in the 1900s or what? <laughs> yeah, literally. Yeah. You shared a big, a big one too. Me. That's why I just decided to share it because I was just like, I know there's 
very like, true. That's just that's just it, you know. So, yeah. Um, there is, to your point, I'm sorry to cut you off, but to your point, there's a lot of ignorance um, around a lot of things that have to do with um, sexual misconduct, like. A lot of men will, and women. That's the crazy thing about this is that women are so ignorant too. Yeah. And I find when I find okay, men are is not right, but I kind of expect it in a way. But women, I'm like, what are you like? Uh, she shouldn't have been wearing that, or she shouldn't have been doing this. Yeah. I'm like, how is? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like you just said about being a sociologist and that you can't really feel something until it happens to you. Even though, I mean, that happens to, not, you know, that extreme of rape, but as far as, like, you know, being catcalled or doing this, you know, women go through this kind of stuff every day. Yeah. Yeah. How does your mind digest that at first? Not that it's right. really is i had this conversation the other day it's like when Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, why would yeah. you allow somebody to do 
drown themselves because you know you cannot like allow you to not. So I mean, that's 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 where our society needs to go. Our society is literally built on rape. So having discussion just about my my feelings and stuff like that is great, but the action that is nothing really. It's just to change your heart. Right. I want to jump back to something you said is that you said you didn't realize it was rape until like a year after it happened. So for that first year, how did your brain process what happened? Like you didn't realize like, oh, like, you know, like, oh, shit, I just got raped. (laughs) You didn't you didn't you didn't come to that realization until a year after. So leading up to that year, like. I guess what, how drastic it was to everyone. That's mainly what clicked to me after a year, about a year after. Like I understood that this was something bad, you know. Right. But because like it's not really talked about. I've been hearing girls have been getting raped since I was like a kid at church when I was like eleven. Yeah, it's very but, like you know what I'm saying. You know, like, prominent. I've been about this. It's so common. Like it's yeah. not something that. So in my mind, I've always been like, so I've had discussions with my homegirls with this since I was like eleven. So. If I'm, they're like, you know, talking about justice, if we're understanding the justice system is not worse, mm-hmm. in my mind, how I processed it at that time was, did I get justice? Right. In my mind, I was like, I got justice. Like, I beat that thing as I have, I don't have a kid I don't want, by somebody I don't know, and I am healthy, and I can go on with my career, and go on with my life. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm helping other women, like, get out of these situations, because, like, screw that, like, we're trying to call these things to action. So I was just like, that was my justice because I understood the justice system. Like, you know how many like rape kids are sitting still have not been like fully like completed. So I'm just like, dog, I'm not about to sit here and wait on somebody to try to help me. Like, no. <laughs> I feel that. Um, one other part before I go to the next question, I just want to say it's crazy that it's almost like you're you were forced to like normalize what happened to you. Like, <laughs> it's because like you said. You know, you grew up, you know, knowing women that got raped, growing up, growing, you grew up, like, talking about it. And it's, like, it's so normal that it, it would, like, until, like, a year in, your you your brain was, like, I, you know, oh, you know, this this happens. That's what, how you took it. Like, oh, this happens. You know, I beat that nigga ass. I'm good. And, like, that was, that was your brain process. And it's crazy that you were, like, it was so normal. <laughs> like, you know what yeah. I mean? That's the scary part. Yeah, like, seven o'clock in the morning and a rage when the sun wakes me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, we yeah. watch that shit as a family. So I'm mm-hmm. saying, like, all these things that we, I got images, you know, saying that, okay, well, if the society builds on rape, it's not going to help me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to have to help myself. <laughs> and that's what I was told as, as, a, as a young girl, you know? Right. From, you know, so, you know, through my life. So, I mean, and even if you're on, you know, family, that's not you're saying. You, you're going to have to help yourself. Yep. You know? And I don't want to put my, you know, family members business out there. Actually, it's not even a business because, you know, I don't know this for a fact. Well, some of it I know for a fact, but not to like an extreme. Um, and I look at the women in my family and they're so hard. And you and you realize, I mean, you start thinking like, oh, you know, why do you like this? You know, because black. It's like, 
Yeah, you know, black women had a stereotype of, you know, being, you know, the attitude, but it's because it's like it's so much pain. And I know for a fact that my aunts, um, my grandmother, you know, has some experiences with, you know, older men trying to touch them in inappropriate ways growing up. And, you know, I can't help but uh, think that that, you know, attributed to them being, you know, so guarded and, you know, and, you know, and all that. So. Yeah. It's real. It's real. It is real. All my life I had to fight. For real. For facts. All my life I had to. All my life I had to fight. Yeah. And I'm not excusing like the the demeaning behavior because I think obviously these things need to change. You know what I'm saying? Like right. mental health is is everything, and you know healing is everything. Mm-hmm. But you know the the toughness. I mean, hell yeah. Like our society is literally built on breaking black women. And, and it has been that way from the get go. <laughs> so like literally breeding, like where do you think like I don't want to like hurt nobody's feelings. I'm Creole, but it's, yeah, I know what you mean. Come on. All those light skinned people come from rape, pretty much. Yeah, no, I'm saying, but the whole idea of, like, you know, uh, debutantes and such, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yep. can you know the history of where those come from? Where what comes from? Like, debutantes and such like that. You know, you gotta educate me on that. Oof. I ain't trying to get, uh, get jacked, but I'll definitely send you some stuff. <laughs> All right. Cool, cool. But yeah, hold on. I want to back up, though. Not all light-skinned people come from rape. I don't want to make an ignorant statement. No, I'm saying me, because I say all of us come from. I don't want to, you know, people be commenting and try to educate me. I know. I know. <laughs> but, um... The second part of your Facebook post um, talked about religion, and you want to talk about things that's been going on since we um, landed here in America, we as in African Americans, um, that, you know, we got a Bible as soon as we got here, um, and, you know, rape and, and religion were the two things pretty much handed to us from the get-go. So, one of the... Say it again. Yes. So... What is your 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 take on, you know, Christians? I I am a Christian, but I'm just saying Christians will um say like you know it is totally wrong to get an abortion. Um, what would you say to them? And the being that you were in a situation where you could have had what your baby would have been what two years old now, um, 
and you know in a, in a state like Alabama is saying that even if you get raped you still have to keep the baby and an abortion is illegal what would you say to them period crazy it's like i don't know i just find it so hypocritical just, in so many ways but I you know Christian as well, and it's just i think it's just people feeling like they have autonomy over someone else's body or somebody else's life mm-hmm. and it's like you're not god like you're not god like and i get like you know there has to be a system of understanding and in humanity you know for people to feel comfortable it has to be a system of understanding and i mean that understanding is literally in the commandments you know right and Still be using the Lord's name in vain. <laughs> I said, still be using the Lord's name in vain. Always, you know, and it's just like, but lying, no. Yeah, it is. But just the fact that, because uh, the people making these laws are old white males, and they have a say over female bodies it's like and they they came to the decision that even if you got raped even if you are uh you know your baby is a result of incest (laughs) that you still Right, and 
The white Anglo-Saxons? It's, it's called wasp. But that was the term. And people still use that. I've heard somebody even on the view, like, where, like, two weeks ago. Really? Right. Um, and that has changed, but the whole idea of whiteness hasn't really been given another solid, different definition as of yet. But there's still people who identify as white but don't identify with um, fully, I think, with the whole wasp idea. And I think that's the issue with sometimes the statistics that come out when people are a little offended. <laughs> Yes, white so white white people so, voted Trump in. So that's yeah. their president yeah. in every category, male, female, college, every category, white people yeah. voted Trump in. So that's so I, their president. That's My president is still Obama. Hello. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, facts. <laughs> have a mixed relationship with the me too movement because i feel like it is so dangerous to black men but just because it's like now we live in the time where you know everybody wants to be on the right side of right (laughs) all right so even if okay for instance with the michael jackson documentary right there's no proof like if anything as far as legal proof goes it's it heavily weighs in his favor but you just have these guys, right? And then they come on and say Michael did X, Y, Z. They have no proof. They have no nothing, really. Their lies, I mean, their stories are, you know, mixed up. It's not making sense. But people, like, oh, you know, because people want to be like, you know, if somebody says they're sexually abused, we want to believe them, which I get. But there's no, I just feel like there's no room for facts these days. So now in the, in the, in the court of public opinion, you know, Michael molested these boys, and we have no proof of this. Um, so, so I, in that I way, that yeah, but um, in, in that way, I just feel like it's dangerous. But I will say that a lot of times you, it takes something really, really, really drastic. And even though I don't think we figured out how to do this, you know, in the most efficient way, per se, but the fact that we are like calling out men who's been, uh, 
sexual predators like the Harvey Weinstein's, the R. Kelly's, and you know, and you know, Bill Cosby's and people like that. And now that you know, we are bringing them to light is a good thing. And you know, uh, the public is, is seeing um, what women have been going through that we've been kind of ignoring, but now we can't because it's right in our face. So even though I feel like there's a couple of things, you know, a little bit wrong with the Me Too movement. Um, but you know, I just, uh, then I had, you know, I, I came to a realization that, you know, if you, for change, you know, you have to do something drastic at first. So I guess we'll get, you know, more efficient with it as we go. But cause you know, with everything, it's like, it's like a, um, be though so, i'm just saying it's scary in, the, in this sense yeah, so let me continue. okay good Let me interject real fast, real fast, real quick, real quick. So my stance, I agree with you. My stance is not like, for instance, R. Kelly. I don't, def I won't defend him. 
my thing is when I'm sitting back and I'm like everybody, I don't want to generalize, but a lot of people just it look okay. With everything, that's a trend, right? Because if we're being honest, Me Too has become a trendy thing, right? It's like trendy. So with everything that becomes a trend, you have people that uh, kind of cheapen the movement by trying to get in the movement just because it's something that's popular. So now I'm looking as a black male and I'm like, a woman could come and say I did X, Y, Z, and and espe especially. Say, say, say it again. Oh yes, yeah. I just it, exactly my point. That could happen to me. That's what I'm saying. Like it's so easy. Like these people, they just happen to be in this in this, you know, area at the wrong time, and boom, like they had to spend all those years in jail, and then finally, you know, somebody came forth and said that they actually uh, did the crime. Yeah. Or given images to understand right from wrong, we can start to make better decisions, you know? Mm -hmm. So I think that's what I'm saying. We see these images now. We People were not shown these images, like, just through mainstream media. You kind of had to see it on your local news. And people knew just through word of mouth that mm -hmm. things were going on. But they were, there was nothing on no Netflix for people to just, like, watch and see mm -hmm. all these, like, you know, these regulations and laws that they can actually apply to their lives to get out of troubles like this, you know? Right. So... That's what I'm saying. So media is so important. Things, these conversations like you and I are having are so important mm -hmm. because somebody's going to learn something from this, translate this, and transcribe it to their life. So it's, I don't think these movements, and just like you said, a trend, I don't think the trend is detrimental to anybody but the bad guy. So okay. I think that it's there's going to be you know images that are going to come in that might seem a little off. But what we're getting on the major plane is we're getting factual information. We're getting information that's being... We're getting information. We're getting information that's helping us make better decisions for the future. You know, to have to follow our discernment and actually, you know, build a bright future for our families, for each other. You know, and it's up to us to choose. You know, which images we want to actually see. So I agree with you. There's a lot of there's some flu out there as well. Mm -hmm. But we're getting we're getting better images on a larger scale now. You know, than what we have gotten in the past. And I think that's important for us to take in to share. I agree. So, as the last question before we get out of here, what have you came up with a way to? I'm trying to figure out how I want to say this. Have you thought about how to make your experience your message, whether that's through like music, are you starting like a, you know, an organization for women that's been through what you've been, what you've been through? What are your plans in regards to that? I mean, ever since the beginning of my career, I've always given back uh, to the community, either if it was through like a women's center mm -hmm. or through a rape crisis center or a children's center. Um, do consultation or do donation or put or most of my shows even I'll do like I've done benefit shows that's mm -hmm. how I get back you know through right. my music um, financially when I can because I mean I also am a queer woman of color you know who goes through these things and I also need assistance at times as well so I mean my, my, my life is my message you know my walk is my message me trying to do better every day too and 
Right. I love it. So, um, thank you for coming yeah, on, telling your story, sharing your story with us. You know, I was very impacted by it and inspired in a lot of ways at your um, resilience. Um, and yeah, so just tell the people where they can find you on social media and, you know, where they can listen to your music or whatever else you have going on. No problem. We'll have to do a. I feel like we need to do a part two of this soon because there's so much more we could talk about. You know, it's a lot of stuff we could talk about. I feel like so. Yeah, <laughs> we'll definitely, definitely, you'll definitely be back on the show. So, um, thank you. Um, have a safe flight to L.A. Are you going to L.A. today or tonight? Yeah, in the morning. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate it. All right. All right. Peace, guys.